Jesus Christ. Amen. Kicking off our series on the gifts of Advent, and the gifts are all right there in your bulletin. Uh, the gifts of love, joy, hope, and peace. So you got the whole series there right in front of you. Woohoo! You're like, oh, I can skip next few Sundays. I got it right down. Please come back. Today we're talking about love. God's gift of, of love. And uh, this is a true story. I uh, had a great experience on the definition of love. And it happened in college. And so I, was, I just transferred into this college and was taking this class called Human Relations. That's a great class, right? So I walk into class and there's this girl. And she's really cute. I'm like, oh, I gotta sit next to this girl, right? So she sits down and I sit down next to her and we're talking, you know, and, and the professor walks into class and he had set the class up in a square. Like everyone was sitting in a square. This was the class. Because it's human relations, right? You gotta sit in this big square thing. And he says, welcome to class, gives the syllabus, and he says, oh, by the way, I want you to sit in a different spot each class. I'm like, oh, I thought I could sit next to her each class. Can I move? So next class comes, and I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm obedient, right? I go sit in another spot, and she sits in a different spot, and there's this guy, and he sits next to her. And he starts talking to her. Well, next class comes, and the same guy sits next to her again, and now I'm mad, right? I'm like, no, you guys sit in a different spot. That's what the teacher said. And I'm so mad. I'm like, I'm a tattle. I'm a tattle on this guy, so he can't sit next to the cute girl anymore. And uh, next week comes, same thing happens again. I'm like, God, this stinks. So uh, this this one particular class, I'm sitting. I'm actually sitting across from the cute girl. And the professor says, all right, I have a group project for you. You have to get together with one person in class, and you have to write a paper. And the paper is you have to define the meaning of the word love. I'm like, oh, this is too perfect. I mean, this is, this is like the perfect Christian pickup line, right? Hey, want to do my class project on love, right? So she's sitting across from me. I'm like, oh, that guy's going to ask her. I gotta beat him to the punch. So I'm like, and she goes, I'm like, yeah. The dude just glares at me from across the across the class. I'm like, oh, sucker, too bad. So we get together, McDonald's, to write the paper on love. And I said, so best Christian pickup line ever. What do you think love means, according to God's word? You know? It's almost as good as, so, I was reading the book of Numbers and noticed I didn't have yours. Right? Great pickup lines. Christian pickup lines. That's a good one, right? It's almost as good as, I know Jesus turned water into wine, but when God made you, he made you fine. You guys can use that one. All right. So we write the paper. And we determine, according to God's word, that love is an action. Love is not an emotion. Love is not a feeling. Love is an action. Love is a verb. And we wrote our paper. And that evening, we're back in the cafeteria, and we have some friends who are in that class, and we're talking with them. And, and they said, oh, yeah, we wrote our paper. And, and 
they quoted some love lyrics from some songs, you know, what the world needs now, right? And, um, and this cute girl says, no, no, love's not a feeling, love's an, love's an action. I'm like, yeah, this girl, she's a keeper. <laughs> and three years later, I married that cute girl from Human Relations class. <laughs> That's a good way to meet your fruit to dry, right? Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Love is something you do. Uh, Kelly did a great job reading it today, right? Love is patient. Love is kind. It doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. It isn't proud. It's not self-seeking. And you hear those phrases, and you can picture them in your head. Love is kind. Oh, I know what kindness looks like. I mean, I know what kindness feels like. It's hard to feel kind. But to be kind, that's what you know what it looks like. It's hard to know what self, not being self-seeking feels like. But you know what it looks like. Because you know what the opposite looks like, right? Love is a verb. Love's an action. Love does. And all of you here know what love looks like. You know love when you see it. And if you had to define love, you could do it easily. But here's the catch. You could probably do it differently from the person sitting next to you. Gary Chapman has written a book, great book called The Five Love Languages. And in it he says there are five primary ways that we like to give and to receive love. And he describes them as uh, words of affirmation, uh, quality time, Giving and receiving gifts, physical touch, and acts of service. And I read that book, gosh, a couple decades ago. And I thought, well, this is a handy book. Might come in handy, but really not, not that big a deal. And then I met this couple. I was in California doing a premarital counseling. So I'm working with a couple that's going to get married in a few months. And I give them this exercise. And I give all the couples the exact same exercise. I say something like, what I'd like you to do is to list three things that you would like your fiancé to do more or less often. And then they pick three things. You know, I would like it if you would stop picking your nose. Right? Stuff like that. Right? And, and they kind of work things out. And the goal is to kind of talk through things. That's the exercise. Well, this, this, this young lady, she says, I would like it if you would love me more. I'm like, what does that even mean? I would like it if you would love me more. And, and the guy says, well, what are you talking about? I love you. And she says, I know, I know you do, but you don't love me. And he loses it. I don't know what you're talking about. I go to your apartment every day and I make you dinner before you get home from work. And I clean your bathroom and you're a, it's a pigsty. And I fold the towel. I do your laundry for you. I do all these things for you. And she says, I know, I know, I know, I know. And I, and I, I love you for it, but you don't love me. Like, what is she talking about? So we kind of work through it. And we kind of figured out after a long period of time that she came from a family that was very touchy-feely, right? Her dad hugged her and, and gave her a kiss, and her mom hugged her and gave her a kiss, and her, mom, her parents were always holding hands. 
and um, they were always like, you, you know, that family, that family that you, you you're with, and they're in your personal space because they're like they're the touchy feely family, right? And everybody gets hugs, and everybody gets a kiss, and and that's that family, right? She was that family, and he says, my dad hasn't told me he's loved me since I was eight years old. But he'd do anything for me. He'd do anything for me. If I call him right now and said, Dad, I need your help, he'd be here in five minutes. He'd drop everything. He'd stop work. He'd be here. He'd do anything for me. I'm like, ah, you guys love each other. You're just cross-communicating. You're speaking different love languages. So how do you like to love? How do you like to receive love? See, for this guy, he showed love with acts of service. He did things for people. And that's how he showed love. If you need something done, if you were fixing the basement, this guy was there, right? This guy would help you with your car. This guy would do, would do anything for you. Have you, you were like that. You just like to help out. You just like to help out. You know you're that person if after Thanksgiving, you're the first one in the kitchen, kitchen washing the dishes. That person is doing that. It's acts of service. She, she came from a family where physical touch was the way that, that they showed love. And so they, she came from a family that was always hugging or holding hands or sitting on the couch with an arm around each other or walking through the mall holding hands. It was, it was that family, the family that, that greets you and you know you're, you're getting a hug. Whether a perfect stranger gets hugs because that's what you do, right? And some of you are like that. And that's how you show and like to receive love. Some of you are words of affirmation. I mean, everyone likes a compliment, but you really like a compliment, right? You know words of affirmation is your love language. If you still have like uh, an award you won from eighth grade and you kept it, you might be a words of affirmation type of person, right? If someone writes you a nice card, and actually like write something very nice on it and you keep the card, words of affirmation might be your love language. If you do something and no one compliments you or thanks you for it, words of affirmation might be your love language, right? How do you like that? You just, you just like just people saying thank you or good job or yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's important to you. And some of you are uh, giving and receiving gifts. How many of you walk through a store and you think, oh, so-and-so would like that? Some of you just think that way. Some of you think that giving a gift card is a cop-out. Because it's important what you choose. And the little Visa card that works for everything, like giving cash as a present, is like, no, you don't do that. Because a real, if you really love someone, you would know what they liked. And then Christmas is really important for you. Because if the person really loves you, they would know what you would like. And you, so you start throwing out the hints, right? You know, that looks like you leave the ads around because it's important for you to get not just any gift, but the right gift because it's important. You're the person who shows up back at the office and you've got Starbucks for everybody because you like to give gifts. And people like Starbucks, right? How many of you like that, giving and receiving gifts? That. Okay, cool. Cool. Here's a cool thing. 
When Jesus loves you, he uses all the love languages. Jesus communicates love in such a way that each and every one of us here can receive it. And we're not cross-communicating. That's what Jesus does. It says in Matthew chapter 28, Surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. I am with you. Oh, I forgot one. Oops. Quality time. I didn't mention quality time. Some of you like quality time, right? And you say, what do you want to do tonight? And your, your spouse says, I don't care. I just want to do something together. Right? We're going to do it together. Right? What do you want to do? I don't care, but we're doing it together. Right? Want to watch TV? Sure. But we're going to watch it together. Right? When uh, Heather and I were, were first married, um, and I got a, was a pastor in California, and uh, things were going great. It was just finally being a pastor, was loving it, working a lot of nights. And I asked her, what do you want for Christmas? Because giving and receiving gifts is not my love language, right? I don't know what people want. I'm just going to ask you so I can be the right thing. And she says, I want this. I want you to buy me a calendar. And in pen, I want you to write one night a month where you're going to take me out and you're going to find the sitter and you're going to take me out and we're going to do something together. So gentlemen, if your wife asks for that for Christmas, you just got to get in on your knees and repent. Because <laughs> you've been doing it wrong, right? And that was her love language, quality time. And I never knew until that moment. Jesus loves you and all the love languages. Quality time. I am with you always, he says in Matthew chapter 28. He loves with words of affirmation. It says in 1 John chapter 3, How great is the love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. Those are great words, aren't they? God loves you by giving gifts. For God so loved the world that he, he gave his one and only Son, so that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. God loves by acts of service. It says in 2 Corinthians 5, God made Jesus, who had no sin, to be sin for us, so that we might become the righteousness of God. That's service. He loves by physical touch. In Matthew chapter 26 it says this, While they were eating, Jesus took bread gave thanks and broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks and offered it to them saying, drink from it all of you, this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Jesus loves you. And he loves you in all the ways that we communicate love. And it's important to be able to communicate that. And to communicate it in such a way that people around you can receive it. See that young couple? They finally figured it out. Because she finally got specific. It took about an hour and a half. But at the end of that time she said, Alright, I would like it if you would give me a hug and a kiss when you greet me. And you would put your arm around me while we watch TV. And when you leave, you would give me a hug and a kiss. And he said, oh, well, I can do that. 
And she was able to receive the gifts of love that he was giving to her and recognize it as such because she really didn't before. So how do the people around you like to receive love? Parents, kids, spouse, co-workers, good, good friends. How do the people around you like to receive love? something to think about. But as you think about it, I want to give you a gift. It's my gift of love to you, but you have to give it away. And it's just this. It's a little card. The card says, you've been scraped. Your friend. And what we'd like you to do, I'd like you to do is just to take you this card and keep it in your car. And sometime this week, you're going to be at work, you'll be at home, and you'll get out to your car, and there's going to be ice on your car, snow on your car. And you'll scrape it off. And then look around. Because I bet there's a car pretty close to your car that needs to be scraped. What would be great is if you could just put your name down there. Sign your name, scrape the windshield off, and then put the card on the windshield right underneath the wiper there. Could you at the store? Do it to your next door neighbor. Get wherever. In the parking lot and go skiing. Get done skiing. There's some snow on the car next to you. Brush it off. Give him the card. And just leave it there. You've been scraped. You're a friend. And just sign your name. It's kind of an acts of service type of showing love. So if it's someone you know and you want to write a really nice note, go ahead and do that too. You're going to get this gift so that you can show love. Because that's been a mark of the church for centuries. Jesus said that they will know your followers of me by your love. And that is the primary way the early Christian church grew. There is an uh, author, and he was writing a letter. He was talking about the Christians, and he said, See how they love each other. It was written around 200 AD. One of the ways the Christian church grew in the first centuries was that a plague would, would run through a town. And the Romans and the Greeks, when the plague would come through town, if a family member got sick, they would kind of kick them out of the house because, you know, you don't want the plague. And they would kick that person out, the person would die. And the Christians didn't do that. They would nurse each other back to health. And when the plague was over, the Christians had a higher percentage of survival than the Greeks and the Romans did. And people saw that and said, wow, that's, that's love. I want to be part of that. <coughs> it's good to know for what the body of Christ doesn't stand for. But it's time for people to know what the body of Christ does stand for. We stand for love. Because Jesus Christ died and rose for you and loves you so much. And you are his. And we are, by God's grace, thankful. Amen? Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, may it guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord for life everlasting. Amen.